Welcome to Tuesday's edition, July the 18th. Is that what day it is? The Mike Davis Show. Or St. Augustine this evening, as we used to be called, until Pete Melfi, the all-knowing, all-powerful, and giver away of free gifts. <laughs> Rename the show to the Mike Davis uh-huh. Show with Amanda. Yes. And we've spared no money for graphics. See, yes. with Amanda. Yes. So, greatest graphic of all time. It cost me nothing because Amanda made it while I was on vacation. And the box is still over there with the yep. clocks. We didn't set up the clocks. Yeah. We didn't set up the clock. Well, it's five o'clock somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, you guys have a drink on us. We're going to perform Stone Cold Sober today. I'm not sure it's a good idea, but we're going to try it anyway. Tomorrow, we will have an Mm -hmm. entire crew in from the Task Force Hydro One folks. They're Mm -hmm. coming to talk about their big event. They're looking for sponsorships. Got to sponsor them. Yeah. I told them I would, so I have to, and I'm going to. They brought me the shiniest bag ever to exist on the planet and i carry it everywhere do you i have to mm-hmm. find i'm gonna go dig my shirt it's like three down in my shirt drawer because i wear it all the time mm-hmm. i'll have my my shirt on tomorrow i got my hat for I them wear my shirt i got swag for them so yeah. yeah so we're good all representing tomorrow all representing and uh for those of you that want all the news about davy hartzell all the time mm-hmm. we have davy hartzell news too mm-hmm. so yep so we're we're gonna get all that stuff done i have had like six text mm-hmm. messages mm-hmm. in the last 35 seconds it's like okay i'm on the air <laughs> please text me about everything it's not that- as if this has been your time slot for a show for a decade or so a decade <laughs> a decade an absolute decade tells you how many people are paying attention well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> these are the ones that aren't frequent viewers ah, well, i just think like oh just send me a text message you'll get it later mm-hmm. all right so we'd like to get some of our sponsors taken care of so salomon services their premier they are the premier place for personal training in the saint augustine they have a wonderful state-of-the-art center with both indoor and outdoor turf areas all their coaches are certified through the national strength and conditioning association and they have all all kinds of group classes for whatever you're trying to achieve. And if you want some one-on-one training, they can do that as well. They have both male and female coaches, but they're fantastic. They're absolutely awesome. I was there today. Call and make an appointment. Solomon Services, 904-461-9945. Solar Stick. Established in 2006, Solar Stick is a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing constant innovation and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. We love the folks at Solar Stick. And thank you also to South State Bank. The team at South State Bank is a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, and the beach. Or you can visit them on their website at southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. All right, in Bozard, Fort Lincoln in St. Augustine, their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used vehicle is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard is a family Ford, a family-owned Ford dealership. (laughs) Gosh, that's so easy easy for for someone else to say. Bozard is a family-owned Ford dealership that has been in business here in St. Augustine since 1949. Bozard Ford Lincoln has been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the nation by Dealer Raider. And Bozard Ford has also won back-to-back president's awards. 
Go out and see Bo and Letty and all of their staff or check them out online at BozardFord.com. And if you go see them in person, stop by Forge Garage, pick up the 904 Now Jiffy Burger. It mm-hmm. is amazing. You will love it. Mm-hmm. Pete Melfi said so. So therefore, it must be true. It must be true. And then while we're on Bozard Ford, the Bozard Ford community page, mm-hmm. like I said, we will have the Task Force Hydro One folks in, but uh, their grand luau is at the St. Augustine Boat Club, August 25th, 6 to 9 p.m. They're going to have catered Hawaiian food, music, hula dancers, and a silent auction. And I would like to squelch the rumor right now, Davey is not one of the hula dancers. Oh, man. I know. There's a lot of people been texting me, is Davey going to be the hula dancer? And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, Davey is not going to be the hula dancer at the <laughs> Grand Luau. He might be attending the Grand Luau, but he's not going to be the hula dancer. I'll hula dance with Davey if he comes and I bet dance. you will hula dance with Davey. Mm-hmm. I heard he looks good in mint. Mint green. I heard metallic mint green, <laughs> metallic mint green. is his favorite color. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Fake news. Uh, that's what I heard. <laughs> I heard Davey likes metallic mint green, and he's been ordering all kinds of things off Amazon that are metallic mint green. That's what I heard. I think that's fake news. It was on a news channel, so I believed it. So clearly it's fake news. But it wasn't the 904 Now news channel. It was now. not. It was yep. on a news <laughs> So the St. Augustine Boat Club, that's the one by the Lighthouse, right? Uh, yes, the St. Augustine yeah. Boat Club is okay. the one by the Lighthouse. Okay. But we need to check and make sure there's also a St. Augustine Boat Club that is up on Volano Beach. So tomorrow, okay. well, we will ask and we'll write a note ask. on our note from the Task Force Hydro mm-hmm. One folks. And then we'll be 100% sure. Yes. Because there's Boating Club Road, which is up on Volano. Okay. And then there's the Boat Club. Yeah, we're going to have to figure this out. The yacht, yeah. You know what? I think it's the Yacht Club is over by is that the, yacht the club? Lighthouse. The Boat Club is up on Volano. Okay. Because the Yacht Club is for those, you know, fancy elitists. Leo, send me a message. <laughs> yeah, Leo, let us know. We're lost, Leo. We need you, Leo. Somebody's got to tell us which way we're going. So, Because <laughs> we want to help water save lives. Yes. Yes, it does. All right, we have an amazing giveaway today. We do. It's a completely subjective thing. And as of right now. And Davey's here to witness it. And it's all hidden I, under his I, desk. <laughs> I believe that I can give these away. They're just hanging around the studio. Mm-hmm. They're all over the place. They're an amazing 904 now beer run. 0.5K mm-hmm. uh, fastest VIP 2023. Okay. Um, they're tiles. And yeah. they're souvenir tiles. So mm-hmm. I texted Pete, can I give them away? He didn't say no. Yeah. And. They're not, so, Davey, if you don't yeah. want us to give them away, then hit us up in the comments yeah, now before let us it's know. too late. <laughs> so, otherwise, I'll have to give away the shirts that are under the desk, <laughs> which I think cost a little more than the tile, but I don't know. We'll and it, anyway, we've got this great contest. Okay. I need all of you guys that are listening mm-hmm. to use your imagination, mm-hmm. to be kind of creative about this. So uh, yesterday, uh, we talked about the White House had shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the investigation into the cocaine that had been found in it because they couldn't just, there was just no evidence, none yes. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I got thinking, I have watched a lot of detective dramas okay. on TV and I've seen a lot of great detectives in movies. All right. So creatively, which TV or movie detective group of detectives could have found whose cocaine it was. Mm -hmm. I have an entry from somebody and I have my own entry. So yeah, Mm -hmm. Bobby got that one for winning my age division. (laughs) Dinosaur division. There was a dinosaur division. I didn't enter it. I could have competed in that one. Cold. I could have competed in that. Yeah. Actually, I got a really late start Uh and missed the opening. So I think by the time I got on the course, the race was over. 
So I got the t-shirt because yep. Davey rocks and he gave me a t-shirt even though I couldn't be here and I was out of town. And we were on a cruise ship and on a cruise ship, you're walking constantly like yeah. you're going from one end of the ship all yes. over all day. And so um, I said that I, I did the half five, the half K mm -hmm. on the cruise ship and my daughter, every time I wear it, she's like, you didn't do that race. She totally calls me out. You didn't you, do that. You did the virtual version. That's what I said. You I did, did the, the, there's virtual races mm -hmm. that people sign up and they run a, a 5K yes. and they did it virtually. They get mm -hmm. the t-shirt. I was there in spirit. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, next time your daughter out. mouths off about that, just got to tell you what, next time we have a beautiful cruise planned mm -hmm. and there's something important in town that I want to do, I'll just cancel the beautiful cruise exactly. so I can have the damn shirt. Yeah. So I don't get shamed so for the shirt. <laughs> yes. All right. So we've got Columbo. And Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Do you have any, you would you like to chime in I on think, anybody? Um, Officer Friday from Dragnet. That's a pretty good one. That's a good one. I, I have one that I stole from Gutfeld. <laughs> See? I don't know. I admit when I steal these things, I don't want people to think like it's my own creative idea and then mm -hmm. go, oh, I saw that somewhere else. I'm honest about it, which is very <laughs> unusual. And yes, Susan Johnson just stole it. Yeah. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. So it's actually Susan Johnson said it before you? I said it. So Scooby-Doo yeah. <laughs> and the crew, I think, could have solved that mystery. I mean, we're going to figure out who the best one was. Yeah. If Scooby-Doo was on the case, then who knows whose mask would have been removed and that could have been a PR nightmare for the White House. So yes. I don't know about that. They always pull off the mask and reveal some crusty it old just, guy doing you, some you badness. You just have to just, look, you gave them the way out. You gave them a way they out. Did. It was, but look, um, they didn't listen. addiction is a, is a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. uh, our son is struggling with it. Oh. Um, this is terrible. We want to get him home. Mm -hmm. There would be more respect for that than the BS that's going on. Then right nothing now. happened. Yes. Because yeah. the Keystone cops that are in charge right now are not helping. <laughs> All of a sudden, conservatives are validating virtual races. I'm just validating the 0.5 beer run. Rude. I didn't know it got universal coverage. <laughs> it's just a beer run. Yeah. And the fact that other people were racing races. Because mm -hmm. in 2020 and 2021, a lot of races went virtual. Only moving a half kilometer for beer seems like a very conservative thing to do. I'm just saying. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what it says because mm -hmm. typically most of the time you move for beer, it's from the couch to the refrigerator. I know. That's a long and way by the to time go. You're done drinking. But it, but it was really You've good. It, it was really good beer and it was really fun to see. What did I say about that day? I remember now. It was like uh, Pete Melfi gave the locals permission to take back St. George Street. Yeah. It was all locals down there having fun. I knew so many people that were walking around mm -hmm. doing the 0.5 beer. It was awesome. So it was like a throwback 20 it years? It was a throwback. It was a time, hey, it's our town mm -hmm. for about two hours. Because I think some people took at least that long to finish the race. Yeah. I think they got sidelined and ordered their own drinks. Come January will be the 20th anniversary of me living in St. Augustine. Um, it will be the 20th anniversary? Mm -hmm. Okay. You'll be a local in a few years. Okay. You'll be a local in a few uh, I did not see the Jimmy Jam barbecue and car show on the Food Network. They were Network. on the Food Network last night. Did you tape it? You don't have to tape it. How old are you? You can watch it anytime you want. It's on demand. How do you do that? There's a thing called the internet. Why well, I have these rabbit ears, so which way do I adjust the rabbit ears to get the on demand? No, sir. <laughs> I'll email you a link. What is email? 
The World Wide Web. What is that? Email is electronic I, mail. I heard Al about, Gore invented it. I heard that Al Gore did invent that, mm-hmm. along with a few yeah. other things that made him a lot more money. Mm-hmm. Gullibility being one of them. <gasps> what? What? <laughs> yes. Davey, can you confirm that we're doing a, a half K next winter? Because I need to schedule my trip around it next year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Davey, I, I may have a few of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I got that. I am going to go back and watch it because I want to see the Jimmy Jam Barbecue Slam and Car Show. And I want to see if Davey Hartzell's in that too. It's like Davey TV said, Davey. Yes, we are doing a half K. Okay. Okay. Is it going to be the same week next year? Mm-hmm. If it is, then I need to schedule. Okay. I'll All right. Try and schedule my mission trip for May then. <laughs> okay. So we have the giveaway that's going on. We've got a few uh-huh. answers. We're going to throw this back yeah. out. We want to know which TV or movie. Detective, detective group of detectives mm-hmm. could have solved mm-hmm. the co- the White House cocaine mystery. Mm-hmm. And the best answer gets a tile that I don't own, but I'm giving away. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, Blake is mad at the show. Blake, just send an Instagram message to them. They'll get He's all panicked. He's mad that the message and purpose of Jimmy Jam wasn't mentioned. I think show. that that should have been mentioned as well. Yeah. And Blake should go ahead and tell them he's never going to watch the Food Network again until they redo the show and do it correctly. Well, see if you can stream it online on your computer. And if there's a comment section, you can add the message there. Believe me, they're scared to death of people your age, Blake, that know how to do social media. <laughs> so scare them, Blake. Scare Take the food network. full advantage of getting the Food Network to do this right. Yeah. We need them down here talking about Menorcan daddle sauces. Yeah. It's an overlooked I would say let's get Guy Fieri, but Guy Fieri shook someone's hand and now everyone's mad at him. Ah, so. They'll get over it. So it's a problem. Okay. So we have stories. Mm -hmm. We have SJC GOP goes cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. We have FLC with Davey. First Coast Living. Uh We got, we'll have to review Davey's appearance on First Coast Living. So well, if you want to do, do that, let's do that while Davey's here. You want to do that while out. Davey's here in case yeah. he has to go somewhere? I thought his appearance was fantastic. I thought there was one problem. If you took the two women interviewing them and uh-huh. stacked them on top of one another, Davey was still taller. Don't height shame, da- height he was shame Davey just because he's taller than He him. was wearing flats. I know. It wasn't like he was wearing, you know, the, the Marco Rubio boots that are like eight <laughs> inches taller. Rude. Well, it's true. But Davey, <laughs> Davey looked good. Yeah. He had his usual presence mm-hmm. and energy, and it was awesome to watch. Davey's got amazing energy and amazing yeah. fashion sense, and mm-hmm. I love his sparkly bottle, and I love Davey. I, so I, he did a fantastic job. I think Davey did a great job. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Davey, you can tell us. I mean, it's just the 904 Now Network. It's all your friends. <laughs> Were they standing on boxes? I'm just curious. They were not. That's the problem. <laughs> well, the, the problem with a lot of TV and movie personalities mm-hmm. is they're short. Mm-hmm. There's they're, a reason they're for that. They're just notoriously short. I guess they have better features because they're short. No, there's a reason for that. It's uh, lighting. It's easier to light a scene. It's easier and cheaper to light a scene if everyone's approximately the same height. So that's why the guys and the girls are all about the same height, which means that the guys are typically on the short end of the national average for guys mm-hmm. because you need two sets of lights if you have such um, two different heights Yep. so that there's no one's getting a, a nasty shadow cast on their face. Seinfeld, bad lighting. 
Look, I don't know there's any way possible you could bad light Davey. Yeah. I've seen him in the 904 Now studio when it was in its infancy. Mm-hmm. Before Pete Melfi invested in amazing lights and technology, mm-hmm. just like, you know, half a show. Yeah. Pete ran out during one of the ad breaks and bought new lights and <laughs> installed them and fixed the problem. But yes, yes. I've never seen bad lighting. on. So Davey. if there's ever a really tall actor who mm-hmm. makes it and is in a ton of stuff, then he is a big enough blockbuster draw to buy extra lights, buy extra lights <laughs> and to take the time because it means that you have to meter the scene. Uh, yeah. It's a much more extensive process. Yes. I, so, I agree with you. That's why they're all short. Okay. Why the men are and the women are. I just tall. thought the producers were short and they were intimidated by large actors. So they hired short actors so mm-hmm. they wouldn't be intimidated. I would just, that's what I thought. No, it's lighting. It's what I heard. And it was particularly, it's not as big of a deal now with um, digital. Uh, you can compensate for it. Uh, but back in the film days, since light reflecting into the film and reacting yeah. with the, the, the coding mm-hmm. of the film. Um, that's what gave you your image. So it was super important then. So that's why the golden age of Hollywood, they're all about the same height. Okay. All right. Before we get to our next topic, we're still giving mm-hmm. away one tile from the 904 mm-hmm. now beer run 0.5 K mm-hmm. to the winner of which TV or movie cartoon. Doesn't detective, have to be cartoon. Yeah. Well, cartoon live answer TV, movie, could, yeah. could have solved the white house cocaine story. Yeah. Case. All right, so best answer out there gets um, yeah. Davey's fabulous swag that he left in the he studio. He left in the studio. Don't leave stuff it. laying around. We're too lazy to throw it away, but we are inventive enough to give it away. <laughs> Rather than carrying it somewhere. That is 100% right. We'll mail it to you. <laughs> yeah, right now, uh, Davey's answer is Ace Ventura. Yeah. We got uh, Karen with Columbo. Mm-hmm. We got Scooby-Doo. Yes. So we need a few more answers out there. Mm. Um, I have my own answer. I'm saving it till later. Mm-hmm. I will not let it dissuade me from being a an unbiased person. Plus, if I bring a tile home, my wife's going to kill me. Yeah. We have enough stuff in our house right now. Don't need another I tile. may or may not have taken a tile home for a coaster on my my desk. Well, you know, allegedly, I don't think that's there's anything wrong with that. But now Blake and <sighs> Davey are both here, so I'm busted. <laughs> Who is Detective Frank Drebin? I got to think about that one. Drebin, what? isn't he... Um, the Pink Drebin's Panther's good. Perry Mason's good. Law and Order, right? Frank Drebin. Isn't Frank Drebin from Law and Order? I no, is Frank Drebin, is he the one from uh, the Naked Gun series? Oh, yeah. Is that be. Frank Drebin? <laughs> if that is, that's a great Wesley answer. Nielsen? The Naked Gun, yeah. yes. Naked Gun. That is like one of the leading ones right now. Yeah. I, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank so you, Davey. Good. No, that was, that was, I think it was, was that Davey? No, Davey said I could keep the tile. Oh, you can keep the tile. Okay. Yeah, if I bring that tile home, I'm going to get in. Well, first of all, if I bring it home, and like, hey, I found our tile for a new backsplash. Yeah. That's not going to so get me. I feel way. like you should take a box of tile just so no. we can have a reaction of Darcy when she sees that that's what you want. No, she's back. listening right now. So she knows that the answer would be no. And I want her to know that I know that the answer would be no. There's no maybe in that. So. All right. So we've got police squad also. Um, Barbara Jean and Robin, if you didn't hear, were naming um, the TV or movie detectives that could have solved the mystery cocaine in the White House situation. Yes. Apparently, no one in the Secret Service is capable. We think there are a lot of make-believe detectives that could have solved it. 
I think everyone in the Secret Service solved it. I think uh, they just weren't allowed to publish their story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The mystery has been solved. It's just that it was immediately classified and only a handful of people are allowed to speak of it. Ever. Yes. I have a good one. It took me a minute to think of it. I was oh, no. writing when I came up with it. I've got a couple of goodies. All okay. Right. All right. So we have... Uh, Turn hoots. We have could totally get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Robin says Miami Vice. I think those guys could have done it too. Yeah. And you know what? They have a lot of experience. Davy, Davy would have approved of mm -hmm. the style. Yeah. The jackets, the shoes, the white pants. Mm -hmm. Sonny Crockett was probably one of Davy's inspirations when he was growing up. We had we had a, a fundraiser that we went to and it was 80s prom theme. Yeah. So we called it old people prom. And my husband and our neighbor's husband, uh, they went as Miami Vice guys. Mm -hmm. And I was just in a gold sparkly dress with big hair and obnoxious makeup. I think Davy, I, I think uh, Davy definitely could pull off the Miami Vice. Of course. If we did a Miami Vice mm -hmm. hour here, Davy would have it. Mm -hmm. It'd be Sonny Crockett. Uh, we got Jim West, James West, okay. Artemis Gordon from Wild Wild West, <laughs> Maxwell Smart. Maxwell Smart. Easily. Kojak. Oh, man. And Agent 99. I love 99. They get have, smart. They could have figured that out. Okay. There's some get smart needed in the White House. Yep. There's uh, always get smart there, needed there in the White is, House. There is. There is. All right. We also have, we've got a GOP story. Okay. Uh, oops, they did it again. Um, is we, that a Britney Spears reference? Yes, we have <laughs> we have um, slang. We have insults for a hundred uh, rappers' delight. Mm -hmm. um, Dems diss a legacy and Gen X in trouble. Did you Google these? No, I made them up. I made them up. <laughs> All right, let's do um, what is it? SJC GOP goes cuckoo for so Cocoa Puffs. On the nine hundred four now, there's a story, right? I don't know. I thought he was working today. <laughs> Evidently, he's writing tighter. I, I was, Pete Malfus does a great job. So there's a story about the um, St. John's County uh, Republican Committee had a meeting. Yeah. And apparently it got out of hand on June the 1st. Oh, no. And the police were called. Now, if you have a Republican meeting in a county that votes 80% Republican and you can mm -hmm. find an argument, you have to scratch your head and go, why? Oh, I know. Why, I why are we arguing over this nonsense. Mm -hmm. This is nonsensical nonsense is what this is. Okay. But the police had to be called. Apparently the <laughs> vice chairman and okay. the chairman do not get along and other people weighed in on the instance, uh, either liking the, not liking the chairman. Okay. And I don't know who the chairman is. I've been asked to meet the chairman is Blake Peterson. The vice chairman is Jamie Farnham. And I, and I don't, I kind of know who Jamie is. I don't, I think I may have met him once or twice somewhere along the way. Um, but you have all these uh, commissioners and elected officials saying, hey, we should have a better um, St. John's County GOP. Uh, mm -hmm. an REC. Um, I just think it's ridiculous that you you look at the problems that are going on in the world today. Mm -hmm. And you're trying to get together as conservatives to solve the problems that mm -hmm. are facing the world today. And you argue amongst yourselves. Mm -hmm. just, just take the ball to the other team, the Democrats, and go, we'd like you to win. Okay. We 100% want you to win because we can't even agree mm -hmm. on what we agree on. Yeah. Civilly. Blake is calling you out. It's ridiculous. What? So this is so last week. I know. <laughs> I just looked at it today, Blake. So 
There is, I think what Trump has revealed is that there is a schism, which you don't get to use very often. There is a schism in the RNC and there's the sort of neocons of the 90s and early 2000s and that are kind of more big government Republicans. And then you have the more libertarian conservatives that are kind of begrudgingly Republican and that's that's the fight nationwide and it's not like St. John's County is absolved from from that schism so that's what we've got I just think that's a ridiculous way to spend your time okay arguing over that stuff I honestly just and it was I don't know you got to call the police to a a political meeting Mm -hmm. that just shows it you're not having a very good meeting well, we're told that the Republican Party is all very old white men. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's impressive that they had the gumption and the um, energy to actually get into a fist fight that necessitated the cop. It's just ridiculous. Or maybe they're not so old. And, and I'm sorry, Blake, that I all. can't keep up with the current news. <laughs> um, also, um, Barbara Jean had heart and heart. Uh-huh. Could discover who? Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii Five-0. Mag- Robin. MacGyver. Thomas Magnum, oh, Magnum PI. Magnum PI would have that in no problem. Wait a minute. Would he need old, the car though? Old Magnum or new Magnum? Old Magnum. I'm going to throw. We're saying Magnum an awful lot if you don't want me to be going into a bad direction Magnum, with some jokes. Magnum Davey's PI. got me. He understands. <laughs> I know where you and Davey are going and I'm trying to steer this in another direction. Yeah. Don't need any large <laughs> jokes here. All right. Um, <laughs> don't size shame. That's all I'm saying. All right. It happens to lots of guys. So, <laughs> fish, fish, fish from Barney Miller could have solved the crime. You don't even know who fish is. You're fish too young. From Barney Miller. Abe Vagoda was fish from Barney Miller, and he All and right. Wojciechowski <laughs> could have solved it. Yeah, I'm telling you, they had that. Okay. Rockford. Oh, Angel knows this. Angel absolutely knows the street. <laughs> Depending on what kind of magnum we're talking about, the fact that everyone yeah. wants old magnums indicates to me you're going to have some unplanned pregnancy. Oh, will you guys stop this? It's me. It's me. I'm the problem. <sighs> it's not stripper Thursday. Let it go. All right. I think you have guests. We might not be able to have stripper uh, Thursday. No, third, we don't. We have guests on Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday, Wednesday we have guests, right? Yes. <laughs> That Blake Blevins <laughs> with an intelligent sense of humor this evening. You know, I gave him the opportunity to make H- those H- jokes on the show. Yeah. And he got too scared about being in studio with me and Steph Hollis. And he just turned red and didn't want to tell me that a penis snake had been discovered in South America. Blake, I, I 100% agree with you. <laughs> I would have done exactly what you did, Blake. I'm much older, um, but you are a very wise young man to not get drawn into that discussion. Come on. All right. Um, and that's a great comment. By the way. <laughs> All right. So we have Rapper's Delight, uh, Dems Dis a Legacy, Gen X in Trouble. Oops, they did it again. Let's go. Oops, they did it again. All right. So Donald Trump tweeted out that he's oh, going to get indicted. He didn't tweet. He truthed. He truthed. I'm sorry. He truthed out because he's not on Twitter. He's on his uh-huh. own social media platform. Thank that's you very right. much for correcting that. Mm-hmm. So apparently uh, there's... Now the threat that he's going to be indicted for the January 6th insurrection, of course. Now, every time that he's been indicted, Mm -hmm. it has only made him go higher in the polls. 
So when I say, oops, they did it again, if they do this, I'm going to predict that the Republican primary is over. Mm -hmm. All the Republican support will be behind Trump Mm -hmm. and this will be a done deal. And and I don't know that I want that to happen. (laughs) I like a robust primary season, but apparently Democrats keep interfering in the election by indicting the one guy that people don't want to see indicted again. I'm so over this conversation. Like, can we just stink and indict Trump? Let's indict him because he's orange. Let's indict him because he's loud. Let's indict him because he eats well-done steaks. Like, like, can we not indict someone uh, into the White House? I'd like to think that we have some level of decorum in this country. I don't think we do. <sighs> I think we've lost it all in our own Republican Party in St. John's County. <laughs> I'm the one making condom jokes, and I want decorum in politics. I, I, what are we doing? You're the only sane one here, Amanda. <laughs> the rest not. of us are crazy. We've um, lost it. I just mentioned what I was talking about, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't <laughs> Oh, Bobby knows. He knows. Bobby knows. Uh, he, yes. Bobby's a smart man. He knows. He's a man of the streets, too. He very, 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 very <laughs> much is. All right. So we're still have. We've got some great guesses out there. We're going to have to take a minute yeah. to pick. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to throw one out there for you. One that would have been incredibly fun to have go crash the White House, mm-hmm. clash with the Secret Service, mm-hmm. Axel Foley. Beverly Hills cop, one hundred percent could have figured out who had the cocaine (laughs) in the White House. Even without Bogeman, he could have figured it out. But can you imagine the clash of characters between the uptight Secret Service, just like the LA Police Department Mm -hmm. detectives, as shown in both Beverly Hills Cops movies? Mm -hmm. I think there was a third one. I didn't watch a third one. So. At this point, I think we need to bring an outside detective because clearly our domestic services are not um, being Mm. genuine with the American people. So I'm going to say Austin Powers. Do not bring a British into the White House. They burned it to the ground. I think the British, I think. We never do that. I think the British detectives, including um, Sherlock Holmes and Mm -hmm. Dr. Watson should be banned. They should not be allowed in there. Oh. Their ancestors burned the White House to the ground, mm-hmm. and I do not approve of them investigating anything. Yeah. They're not going to find cocaine. They're going to go, look, we found charred remains from 1812. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. Or 1814. Still salty, huh? I am still <laughs> upset about it. We told them to leave, and they came back and burned down the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Now you want me to follow some royal thing. No, not going to do some it. royal thing. No. I refuse. Do you hate all British people? Is this something we need to talk about in therapy? No, just the royals. Well, Austin Powers isn't royal. Ah, he's British detective royalty. We're currently not Have you seen? In plus, I don't think I. There are. I do not think that Austin Powers could get his paraphernalia through TSA today. You don't think that his penis pump can make I do it not think his penis. Swedish. <laughs> I gave you the opportunity and you went there. Oh, of course. Yes. That's not my bag, baby. And my wife just texted me the answer I'm saving for the very end. <laughs> she texted. She's on the right track. She's right there. Well, Darcy, hit us up in the comments. No, she was, she's not on Facebook. Yeah. She's, she's watching on the app. She's an appster. She loves the app. You can go to the 904 now and download the app. And Definitely it's awesome. go to the app and buy the swag because yes. you will be the coolest kid in town with your 904 now swag. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have um, insults for 100. We have Rapper's Delight, Dem's Legacy, and Generation X in Trouble. All right. I'll go uh, insults for 100. 
I have so many comments I'm over Davey's comment, and I, I'm just going to let it roll. Just going to mm -hmm. let it ride. Just going to be, what, did, what are we going? Where are we going? You lost me. Insult, I lost me. Insults with 100. It's okay. 100. So there's an insult on the right at companies on the left that tend to adopt progressive mm -hmm. ideas, ideologies, marketing. Mm -hmm. Right? It's go woke, go broke. It's get woke. Go get broke. Well, whatever. It's something <laughs> like that. Thank you. I, I listened to the guy that coined the phrase, so he gets very testy. when Who coined say, the phrase? Um, Jeremy from The Quartering is one of the originators of Get Woke, Go Broke. Is he on the 904 now? No. Then I don't know who he is. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, you have a lot of... You don't watch any TV, but you, if I bring up any podcast or reference to a podcast or unbeknownst to reference to a podcast, you can tell me who said it on what podcast, what date, what time. Yes. Are you sure? Cable. Are you like, like have a podcast in one ear while you're homeschooling and in the other ear you're listening to the students whine about the questions? No. Okay. I'm just checking if you're like, okay. I do have an earbud when I'm doing all kinds of other stuff. Yes. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> all right. So the other one is go red, no bread. Go red, no bread. Yeah. That was fired at Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. From Mark Cuban. That's interesting. And I, I read it, I was like, I don't know that it kind of hits the same way, but I don't lean that way politically. So maybe if you were on the other political spectrum, you go, oh, that kind of makes sense. Okay, well, There's there could all be all kinds a, of stuff under the desk here. There today. could be a double meaning to that. Okay. Because go red could mean communism, and communism always ends in starvation and genocide. So you have no bread to eat. So is he saying go commie, you starve, or is he saying go red so, GOP, no bread as in money? Mark Cuban fired this it. This is why it fails. Fired it Mark at Cuban. Elon Musk mm -hmm. over the fact that that Twitter was in the red, mm -hmm. right? They were in negative cash flow, and Musk had talked about this, right? Oh, okay. And so Mark Cuban fired that go red, no bread. But I honestly have to tell you, I think your analysis of it is much smarter than Mark Cuban's. I Look think Mark Cuban actually outed what's wrong with communism by trying to make fun of Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. proving that the patriarchy is the only reason why Mark Cuban is richer than me. <laughs> can't, I can't argue with that. The I cannot patriarchy. argue with that whatsoever. First of all, I don't know many women uh, owners of NBA teams. I think yeah. Jenny Buss at the Lakers might be the only one. Mm -hmm. So, But if you ever watch Showtime on Showtime, which is about the Lakers in the 80s when Dr. Jerry Buss made the big run and they became, okay. yeah, it's it's not a pre pretty story about most of the people in it. Okay. And I was a huge Lakers fan at the time and I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't know that stuff. And I don't know if any of that stuff's real. It's probably sensationalized for the series. Mm -hmm. But there's a few people that came out of it looking horribly bad. Yeah. Much Bread. like the origin story of um, the Chippendales. <laughs> That's a pretty bad one. I learned that because I listened to True Crime Podcast podcasts the chippendales mm -hmm. the origin story for the chippendales involves murder most foul davy i'm dying to ask her what the <laughs> chippendales are but i'm afraid to because i know chippendale are disney characters but i'm 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 confused Not those. Uh, <laughs> oh no mm -hmm. all right <laughs> Bread, no money, honey. This I is what happens when I run around all day in the 900 degree heat mm -hmm. and then I come in like skidding in sideways yep. for a podcast. It gets uh, a little punchy. I'm sorry. Robin had moo lighters, but it's moon lighters. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
I actually think the chipmunks could have solved the White House cocaine <laughs> case as well. Yeah. Oh, the chipmunks, gosh. not Chip and Dale? Rescue Rangers? Well, Chip, Chip and Dale uh-huh. was the name of the two. The kids. The chip, yeah. Yes. yes. The kids show. Yes. yes. Chip and Dale's yes. was very much not kid friendly. I know. I found a story, but I just can't do it. Even on today, <laughs> especially when I know Darcy's listening. It's bad. I'm sorry, Darcy. <laughs> it's just bad. It's just, no, it's yeah. awful. Okay. okay. So we have Rapper's Delight, uh, Dems Dis a Legacy, uh, Gen X and Trouble. Uh, let's do Rapper's Delight. Okay. <laughs> so there is a gentleman named Ray Epps um, who has been filmed in Washington, D.C. on the 5th and 6th. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were some stories on a network about Mr. Epps allegedly mm-hmm. maybe being a government agent. What? And no now way. he is suing Fox News over that story. Okay. Okay. So he's suing them over the story. Mm-hmm. And there was an interesting article written. All right. That Fox said he was working for the feds. He's suing them because Fox is saying he was working for the feds. Okay. Right? So this case has already been tried in the courts. Okay. The person who was called a fed lost. This is where it gets amazingly interesting. Every once in a while I find a story and I go, that just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. that you could connect those dots together. Mm-hmm. Right? Tupac Shakur wrote a song. Okay. And in the song, he labeled somebody a snitch to the feds. Okay. After he died, tragically, Mm. way too early. Yes. R.I.P. Tupac. Yes. The person who was named as the fed sued Tupac's family. Oh, no. Sued the estate because he said he was a fed. It went to court. The defense lawyer for Tupac's estate said, well, wait a minute. You can call anybody you want a fed Mm -hmm. just because some people look at that as a derogatory term. There are just as many people on the other side that would look at that as a complimentary term. Yeah. And so just because he was called that doesn't mean that it was derogatory. It could also have been complimentary. Look, he was cooperating with the government and helping the government. Mm -hmm. They said if they use the same defense, it's already been tried once successfully. Yeah. And I thought, what a case. Mm-hmm. To go back in case law and go, okay, <laughs> we're bringing Tupac back. We're going to bring the Tupac president. The Tupac the defense. To take out Ray Epps. I, I, it, I looked at it and I was like, this is just hilarious. Man. Now I'm starting to understand a little bit of your music references. And your yes. Show. Yeah. So I just, I kind of, there was a few music references. There's in a there. certain era that you were focused on today. <laughs> It was. I I thought Rapper's Delight was a good... It is. Because Tupac's family won the case. He wrote a song. It was his... um, He has a right of free speech. Mm -hmm. He wrote a song. He put a guy's name in it. He said something about it. And the guy's like, oh, I'm going to sue your estate afterwards Uh or sue you. And the guy lost because he had the right to do it. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. It is interesting. I thought it was very, very, very... Legal cases are... Who knew that yeah. Tupac precedent could help in a January 6th lawsuit? Yes. Interesting. Well, but you could apply that so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Because he, it's a free speech case. He called me such and such. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, part of society thinks such and such is a bad word. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole other part of the society that thinks 
that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, I just think it's very, very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I expect this to defense to become more prevalent after this case. <laughs> well, someone should let um, Gretchen Whitmer know that that case exists. Yeah. Considering the legislation she recently yeah. signed in. Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd ran the investigation at the White House. <laughs> we can't consider him, Robin. He's already involved in this. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't find that little white rabbit. Yeah. That's an interesting euphemism for cocaine. I know. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. All right. So we have two stories. Uh, Dems, this a legacy and Gen X in trouble. All right. Um, since we've got Blake in the comments, <laughs> you want to, you might want to dunk on some Gen Xers. So let's say Gen X. All right. Blake, this is a classic <laughs> opportunity for you to dunk on a Gen Xer. All right. And I am a Gen Xer. Your yeah. dad's a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. Um, I see all kinds of times uh, of where people are defined as a Gen Xer. Uh-huh. Um, 1965 to 1980. Mm-hmm. You are not a Gen Xer. Just barely. Just not. Mm-hmm. And I am just barely am. I'm 66. So I'm just barely a mm-hmm. Gen Xer. All right. So according to the National Institute on Retirement Security, there, there's, a, there's a government division that we're spending money on and don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually wrote a report, though, so I guess we are getting something from them. You ever watch, what is it? I think it's Family Guy, and they always throw the weather report uh-huh. to their um, their weather broadcaster, and mm-hmm. he's like this big, brusque dude, and he's just always yeah. standing outside getting rained on. He's like, it's going to rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, so their entire report is, there's no security. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> We're all broke. Robert. Yay! So the National Institute of Retirement Security, an agency we didn't know existed, did write a report that Gen X was the first generation to enter the labor market following the shift from defined benefit pension plans to 401k style defined contribution amounts. I got to tell you, when I entered the workforce, uh, the 401k style defined contribution account did not exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I entered the workforce at 14 in 1980. So it, it did become a thing after that, mm-hmm. but when I entered the workforce, it was not. Was it a thing when you were like 20? Because that might be when they're talking about uh, That would be the mid-80s. I would say it was starting to become a thing in the okay. mid-80s, right? Yeah. But it, honestly, for the first part of my working, no. Mm-hmm. And when you're making minimum wage, retirement really isn't something yeah, that you think about. Thing. And when you're on the bottom of the totem pole, you're just working to make money. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, the author of the report, Tyler Bond. Tyler Bond. He could solve it. He's James Bond's cousin from America. He could solve the White House I case. I was thinking Bond's like no. security. Bond. Bond. Tyler Bond. <laughs> what if he's introduced himself that way? Bond. Tyler. You know Bond. he has to. Uh, yes. Wrote in a statement, when looking at the median retirement savings level for Gen X, report finds that the bottom half of earners have only a few thousand dollars saved for retirement and the typical household only has $40,000 in retirement savings. Yeah. Yeah. Shockingly. According to the study, mm-hmm. they found approximately 40% of, of the generation have not saved even a single cent towards retirement. Yeah. I know some of those people. Millennials <laughs> and Gen Z are like, you yeah. too, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what? I think that we should just keep just partying and having a good time as our generation. Mm-hmm. And we'll let Blake's generation pay for our retirement. 
If you're, we're going to pay for their college, they can pay for our retirement. You're assuming this that is not a bad trade off for us. Social security is going to still exist. I don't think it's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. There should be some other form of government handout. Mm -hmm. But yes, if they got their college for free, then darn it, we should get our retirement for free. I'm all in on this. How can I do? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Blake is salty today, y'all. <laughs> you know, this is the best Blake I've ever seen. I don't know who he picked as a detective, but, but I got to tell you, we might give him a tile just for his saltiness. <laughs> I think Blake has access to as many tiles as he wants. He does. And shirts and hats uh -huh. and all the other things. Yep. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, typical genetic household is only $40,000 saved for retirement. So how does that compared to well, there the is, greatest generation there of is, the boomers. Well, there's good news in this. Okay. If you're a government worker in your Gen X, you have $50,000 on average save. So see, the government job is the safe job is what they're trying Those to tell you in the Government service, jo yeah. service jobs where we have servants of the people have the most money in savings. <laughs> mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, look, it's very, very interesting. They do. But I, I disagree a little bit with this. I think that as generations live longer and people live longer, mm -hmm. there's a huge wealth transfer that's going to go from the baby boomers to the baby bus generation, which used to be Gen X before they renamed us mm -hmm. because of the advent of birth control. Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden, um, you had this huge baby bust mm -hmm. starting in 1965. Yeah. The baby boom generation after World War II is over. But there's because there's so many baby boomers and so few... Mm -hmm baby busters, when you pass that wealth down, it's a lot of wealth going to different people. So well, I think there's a lot involved in that too that's not factored into this individual savings. And then the other is we're still working. We haven't sold assets. We haven't mm -hmm. sold houses. We haven't sold other things that we have. And so you're like, well, you don't have anything saved. No, I don't, but I might have property that I haven't sold yet mm -hmm. that you can't count as savings. So I think the government misses the point on this. And yes, you could pick any generations and there are people that are not saving in that. Well, so. Social Security is a Ponzi scheme and it only works as long as people have babies like um, the greatest generation did. That's the only way it stays afloat. And the second people started regulating their fertility mm -hmm. and they weren't having as many babies, the Ponzi scheme was on a death watch clock. And so it's just a matter of which generation is going to have it explode. I can, I can almost to a certainty tell you when it will be up and over. Okay. Um, I'm going to retire in about 12, 11, 12 years, mm -hmm. right? That'll give me this. No, I guess I got to get to 68 or 72. So probably 13, 14 years. It will be gone by then. <laughs> it'll be gone. I can tell you it will be gone by then. I do not right. anticipate seeing a check. I never mm -hmm. have anticipated seeing a check. That was my walking around drinking money. Mm -hmm. That was me as an old man taking Troy Blevins to lunch because he couldn't afford it. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> I think Troy's doing okay. Troy's doing amazing. <laughs> He's one of those guys that has all that real estate. Yeah. Where's he at? His bank has all that real estate. Mm -hmm. Beretta and the parrot. I guarantee you the parrot could find it. Yeah. And who was the guy in Beretta? Was it Huggy Bear? Sugar Bear? It was Sugar Bear or Huggy Bear? I think it was, think Huggy, it was Bear. Huggy Bear. It was Huggy Bear. Yeah. God, that's what we should do on Monday for, for five questions. Best sidekick nickname. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. We have, uh, we got a few minutes. There's a lot of people. If you still, if you're just getting in on this late, mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out what TV or movie detective mm -hmm. could have solved the White the House White cocaine. House cocaine caper mm -hmm. 
right? And whatever, whoever has the most creative guests, and there are some amazing guesses in there. Yes, there are. You guys have come up I'm with some. I'm going to have to start writing them down. Yeah, some phenomenal stuff. So you're going to have to carry the show for a minute without me while I write them down. Okay, so Republicans <laughs> uh, are calling a Democrat presidential candidate to testify before Congress. Okay. It's kind of a unique tack because the Democrats seem to My be trying to arrest the Republican candidates. What Did purple go away? It purple died. You know why purple died? Why? We mentioned Barbie. Mm. Only pink works on this show. Yeah. Now we does. mentioned Barbie. Davey has jinxed purple no mint green, for this no show. Purple. There's no mint green and no purple. Penny from Inspector Gadget. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. All of those are good. So anyway, so rather than try to arrest a political opponent, uh, Republicans are trying to call one to uh, testify on the House committee. Uh, they're looking to call Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to be a witness for the House Select Committee on the weaponization of the federal government on Thursday. All right. Which is an incredibly interesting person to call. Mm-hmm. When you think about how potentially long weaponization of the federal government may have been going on and how his family might have experienced it. Yeah. Uh, not just recently, but back then. Mm-hmm. Democrats don't want him to testify. Democrats don't want him to talk at all. No. And so they've started with a particular line of attack that they like to do. Um, heard that recently. The race attack? Yeah. Is he anti-Semitic? No. Is that starting to get he, levied against him? Well, he made a comment at dinner the other night. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a public forum, but he was making a comment about something I think got kind of taken out of context. Yeah. Um, but hey, the, me- the media is phenomenal at that. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at us. We can take tiles out of context. We don't own them and we're giving them away. So, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Inspector Clouseau has been a constant guess on this, which has been great. Yeah. Tells you, is that your cocaine? <laughs> no, that's not my cocaine. <laughs> can I say Obi Wan Kenobi? These are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah. This These is, are not the drugs. Not the cocaine. These are not the drugs you're looking for. Those are not the fingerprints you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. How you could not get a fingerprint off of that? So I, I got a, a few other ones like Elliot Ness mm-hmm. would have been would have been great, right? That would have been a phenomenal one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ellery Queen, he was one. I think you could even bring in uh, Jack Klugman, who was um, oh, he was the grumpy mm, Quincy. Quincy. Mm-hmm. He only did autopsies and he solved every autopsy case ever. Everybody that ever had an autopsy in his place was murdered and he figured out how. He could figure out the cocaine. Thing. Question on the rules. Yes. Is it the first person that said the name if it's the name that wins? Because we have a lot of people that have said Columbo. So if Columbo yeah, wins, we, does we he would, go to the first person? Yeah, we would person? probably have... Okay. You know what? They're not our tiles. If there's 17 <laughs> Columbo people, there's 17 tiles in there. We can do that. Right. We can 100% do that. No worries, Davey. Yeah, we've got this. <laughs> Davey, you're tired of kicking those things under your feet anyway. <laughs> I got to tell you, there's some awesome ones in here. There are. There are some. But I think that would have been, those, uh, those guys would have been good. Um, I'm going to tell you my favorite, and I'm not going to compete on this, and my wife did text it in to me, and, I, and she can't win either. Because if I bring that 904 tile home, I'm in trouble. Um, well, she turned in an answer. It seems like I, she I know, it. I know, but I'm not. It's it's biased and I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> everyone missed out on this one. Uh-huh. One of the original TV detectives, mm-hmm. Barney Fife. Barney Fife. Barney Fife, with right. the help of Gomer, 
Mm-hmm. With a huge behind-the-scenes assist from Andy solving all of the crime and making Barney look like he solved it. Yeah. Could 100% have solved The boys Andy from Mayberry about that. could have gone up there and shown up the pilot detectives who had gotten picked up by the Secret Service. Yeah. And if you ever watch the show, you know how that went. My kids love the Andy Griffith show. And the last episode we watched was the one Andy's out of town for a couple of days and Barney's running the show and Andy comes home and everybody in town's in jail. Yes. Because Barney's arrested everybody for petty nonsense and Andy lets them all go. Yes. And then nobody respects Barney. And mm-hmm. so then he has to like convince them all to turn themselves back, back in. in. <laughs> yes. There was a lot of great life Some lessons in that show. Fragile masculinity there. I'm just yes. Saying. <laughs> Matlock 100% could have solved it. Yes. Ironsides could have solved it. Uh-huh. God, there's, the there's cops from Streets of San Francisco, Carl Malden and mm-hmm. um, Michael Douglas could have solved it. Yeah. God, there's some great ones. There are some great ones. Uh, I'll give you this cop who could have solved it in about 35 seconds being in the White House. Mm-hmm. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Dirty, Dirty Harry could have solved that. Yeah. Dirty maybe. Dirty Harry would have solved it. He just would have shot everybody. Yes. <laughs> Figured it out later. Figured it out later. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take names and figure this out later. Yeah. Uh, oh, how about this police detective? Mm. Bruce Willis from Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Send Die Hard in there to solve that cocaine. It didn't get dropped at Christmas. What got dropped at Christmas? The cocaine didn't get dropped at Christmas. There was, I think there was cocaine in the movie. There was. The guy, there was was the guy that tried to to buddy up with Hans. Yeah. Hans, buddy, babushka, I can give you your guy. I know. That guy. And he got shot trying to be a dummy. Yes. (laughs) Davey, we're talking about early on. Early Die Hard. er, Not early Die Hard. uh, Clint Eastwood. The early days of Dirty Harry. Not Dirty Dirty Harry 75. We're not talking about that one. Although I think he still could (laughs) have. I think he's still a pretty tough guy. Yeah. He just did that whole show about uh, being the old man. He was the the cocaine runner or the the mule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Robin, thank you for saying that and all of you guys for commenting. This might be yes. the most commented show we've ever had <laughs> with the silliest question I could come <laughs> up with on the day. All right. So what do we have in there? Oh, there's so many because there's lots of people that are adding. Adding as we're answers. going. Yes. yes. So I'm trying to I'm to Charlie's Angels. <gasps> Somebody said Charlie's Angels? Yep. Yeah, I'm to all of the. Who got Charlie's Angels in there? Um, Robin did. Robin, great. That's an awesome one. Mm-hmm. And we're Let's assuming see. it's the first three Charlie's Angels and not whenever Cheryl Ladd took Farrah Fawcett's job and she shouldn't have. Oh, wow. I'm salty over it. <laughs> Evidently, you're still salty. Not happy about that. Um, Robin got to Bruce Willis before you. Ah! Moonlighters. Well, Moonlighters is different than... Because then he had a really yeah. smart woman who annoyed the hell out of him all the time. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar, Amanda? It's the story of my life. <laughs> I am here to annoy men. <laughs> <laughs> Said the smart woman. <laughs> I'm just here to annoy men. No, Davey, you cannot have the Cameron Diaz Charlie's Angels. No, not good. I mean, storylines were horrible. Fine with that. They were horrible. Yeah, but Lucy Lou beat up what's his face. So I'm okay with that. 
Who was the old comedian that was Bill Murray? Yeah, Bill Murray. Lucy Liu and Bill Murray got into a fist fight and had to get pulled off of each other. Uh, during the movie or the filming? During or? the filming. <laughs> Bill Murray probably deserved it. Bill Murray said something about how she was a no talent hack and she like beat the snot out of him. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So what are well, some of our answers? Because we got about four or five minutes and you and I have to pick somebody. And by the way, we love all of you for participating. In this. So if Absolutely. you're not the one who won. I'm trying to see if I got the last one. Beretta was Robin's. Robin had the most. Should we send her one just for offering the most answers? Robin, if you get a hold of us in the messages, I Santa. you're Robin's all the way on the other side of the country, right? Well, she's traveling, so she's slightly closer. Well, Robin, if you let us know where we can get you a tile for entering the most ones, we will get you a tile. Because if anyone deserves a 904 now tile and maybe even a t-shirt, we should do that. All right. We're going to do that. Shannon and Castle. you know what? I'm not even going to bill this to Pete Melfi because I haven't cleared it with him yet. <laughs> so I'll just take care of that myself. <laughs> it's going to be bad enough when the tile and the shirt are missing, much less he gets a bill from UPS for overnight. Donna. Uh, oh, we already have Maxwell Smart. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I've got them all. All right. Um, Sweet Valley High Twins, Inspector Clouseau. Do any of those win? Davey already children? sent her the shirt, so we're sending her the tiles. All okay. right. Sherlock Holmes, you shot down UK people. All right, Robbins, Andy Griffith, and we got Matlock. Okay, I think I have them all. all right. So Barbara Jean is James West, Hart and Hart, Thomas Magnum, Austin Powers. Uh, Karen is Columbo. Mm -hmm. We've got Davey with Ace Ventura, Turner and Hooch, Bobby's Kojak Police Squad. Blake is Frank Drebin, and he sat with that one. Cheryl's Pink Panther. Robin has so many. Charlie's Angels, NCIS, Moonlight, Perry Mason, uh, Miami Vice, Hawaii Five-O, Elmer Fudd, Beretta, and I think I missed a couple. Um, Susan was Max Maxwell Smart and MacGyver and Rockford. Shannon Kelso is Scooby-Doo and Inspector Gadget. Rebecca is Penny from Get Smart. And I think... And Donna had... Uh, Donna Smith had Mr. Magoo. Okay. And then we've got Andy Griffith with Robin and Susan also at Matlock. Okay. So who are you picking? So who am I picking? Yeah. Oh, it's hard. There's um, so many good ones in there. I mean, I love Frank Drebin, but Blake's here. Like I said, he can get his own. Yeah. Blake can um, pick up his own top. I, Frank Drebin, <laughs> I thought was one of the best. Yeah. If you had just said Frank Drebin and OJ, it would have been so great. I'm going to say um, Susan was the first to say Maxwell Smart. I'm going to say Maxwell Smart. Uh, I am actually going to agree with you and go with Maxwell Smart. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because it's one of the most bumbling, well-played uh -huh. bumbling characters. Yeah. And he had a shoe phone. Yeah. Before anyone else had a shoe phone. Before Davey even had a shoe phone. Uh-huh. He had <laughs> a shoe phone. Boo, you can get your own. Blake, I'll put a bow on it. I'll set one aside for Blake, you. We'll put one on the desk for you with your name on it. <laughs> Give it to you on Thursday. Yeah, if you hadn't been so salty, Blake, we would have picked you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're the you're the honorable mention uh, from the employees. Yes, <laughs> there's so many great ones though. I uh, feel like it could have gone anyway. I think this is one of the. I mean, we've come up with some good questions and stuff along the way, but this might be the most fun question I think I've ever come up with for sure. And. 11 years plus of doing shows. Right. And you guys Susan, had some phenomenal answers. Susan and Robin, message me or message the show page. I, I can see both of those with whatever address you want your gift pack to be we'll mailed get that. to. And Blake will leave one on the desk for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, perfect. If Pansy uh, Pete gets pissed, he can take the tile back from his mom. <laughs> well, by the way, Susan, we gave you a tile. I think Mother's Day came and went after the race. If you didn't get a tile, we gave you a tile. I think you're the I just only went... one on the network that didn't know that Susan was Pete's mom. So well, now you did. <laughs> All right. Hey, the 904 now will be back in the morning with Pete and Davey and Troy and Clay. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes Blake guest stars in there when he's not being salty. Um, <laughs> but you guys have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys.